Brother Benjamin is a porter for the Pullman Company, and I think he might be able to get you quietly on board the Panama Limited. My partner and I need to fly to New Orleans, too. Guten Tag, Frau Doktor. Was? What's your plan to get help? I think it's time to bring in the 99s. And now! Episode 4, The Search for Sluice! I managed to bring her down on the beach, but then the wheels got stuck, and let me tell you... Ladies! Ladies, if we could, I think we ought to get started. First of all, I want to say thank you for coming... I know how busy you all are, so it means a lot that you'd take the time. Is this everybody? Almost. Pancho is on her way from the airfield now. I wish we had twice this many, but I guess we'll have to make do. Alice, you were rather vague on the phone. What's this all about? It's about saving a woman's life, Catherine. And perhaps a whole lot more than that. Ladies, what we're dealing with is... Sorry, Alice. Sorry to interrupt, but... Am I smelling... Is that reefer? I... That's me. Sorry. I'll put it out. Uh, no, Aggie, please. I wasn't... <laughs> it's your house, and I wouldn't dream of... I just, I just wasn't sure if I was imagining it. Would you like a hit? Well, I mean, it'd be rude not to. Marjorie Stinson. I meant, thank you, no. Carry on, Alice. Right. Okay, the woman is dumped. Had your giggle water, ladies. This is a raid. <gasps> Pancho, you made it. Sorry it took me a while, gals. I was wrapping up some stunts for an Errol Flynn picture. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Pancho. This is Bessie Coleman. Miss Coleman, I'm a huge admirer. Likewise. And this is our host, Aggie Finster. Aggie, please to... Is that Mary Warner I'm smelling? Care to imbibe? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So, there are these Nazis. Ma'am, we're looking for... Billy? Hey, sis. Who are these guys? We're from the DOI, ma'am. Miss Everly, we understand you've been traveling with... Am I smelling cannabis? You 
are. Would you like a drag? We're federal agents, ma'am. So now? Billy, what are you doing with federal agents? They're looking for Dr. Schluss, Bess. They want to get her to Texas. Is she here? Not exactly. Why don't you all come in and we can explain to everybody at once. Once we'd done a thorough search of the train, we figured we'd call in some help and search for her. Although, darned if I know where to even start. Well, we might be of some help there, Miss Everly. You know where they've taken her? Not exactly. Well, that is a lot of help. <sighs> okay, Dr. Crispin and I have been tasked with tracking Dr. Sluice down, getting her away from whoever took her, and getting her safely to the lab where she's supposed to be working. Swell! So, if you've got it handled, we can turn this crisis into a gal's night out. Well, no. See, that's... The thing is, when I say Dr. Crispin and I, I mean precisely Dr. Crispin and I. There's no one else from the DOI coming to help. So this is a national emergency, but just a teeny one? Well, the department has a lot of irons in the fire. Oh, boy. Listen, we could... In a very utterly off-the-record, unofficial way, use your help. The thing is, we know of five different places in the southern U.S. where they might have taken her. Five? These Nazis are like cockroaches. If you see one, there's likely a dozen more about. I thought that was mice. What is it we can help with? Since time is of the essence in this situation, it would be really helpful if we could check out all of these locations as quickly as possible. Glover? If we split you and us all up into small teams, we could investigate all of these spots at once. Lover, Just investigate, okay? Not interfere, not attempt a rescue. Just go and see if Schluss is there. Then you radio Dr. Crispin and I, and we come and get her out of there. Glover, can, can I talk to you in private for a minute? Excuse us. Well, this is terribly exciting. This all sounds... Exhilarating. No, it sounds dangerous. Exactly. Ladies, Catherine is right. This could be hazardous. If any of you would rather not participate, I completely understand... Alice, most of the women in this room have walked on the wings of airplanes. A handful of pissant Nazis is nothing. You think this is dangerous? You should try fending off the mashes at a cotillion. Ladies, after some discussion, Dr. Crispin and I are in agreement that we would like to ask you for your assistance. Agent Glover, after some discussion, the ladies and I are in agreement that we'd like to offer you our assistance. Oh, okay, great. So maybe you want to tell us where we're going to be looking and we can figure out who's going where. That'd be a good next step. Crispin? Right. Well, we know of five different locations in the region where the Germans have set up espionage headquarters. Why? Why would they need to spy on us? We're one of the big men on campus now, Pancho. Hitler knows that if he tries to invade his neighbors, we're one of a handful of countries that might be able to stop him. Precisely. Do you suppose, in the name of expediency, we might focus on where we need to head? Sorry. They have a presence in Pensacola. To keep an eye on our Navy. Right. They've purchased a building in Shreveport. Shreveport? Barksdale Field. The Army Air Corps does a lot of testing there. 
There's a shipping company in Memphis that is a front for German intelligence. I'm a no-go on that one. I was banned from Memphis for an incident. Oh, boy. We've intercepted communications out of a German social club in Dallas. Checking out our energy infrastructure. That's right. And then they have an operation out of an importer in Laredo, the position of which makes it ideal for smuggling people and things in and out of the country over the Mexican border. How should we split up? Well, there's five locations, ten of us. Teams of two would seem to make sense. Just a minute, fella. There's eleven of us. Miss Stewart, Agent Glover and I appreciate your help, but ferrying us between locations is one thing. Tracking down German agents is another entirely. That's a lot of hooey. If you think I'm sitting this out, then pal, you're all wet. Lola, you're 17. As grateful as we are for your patriotism, legally, we can't involve you any further. Horse feathers. Well put. Who goes where? It makes the most sense for Dr. Crispin and myself to split up. Doubling our chances of having an official agent present if we do encounter the Germans. Right. Which do you think are the likeliest locations? Seems to me that Laredo and Pensacola would be the best places for the Germans to get Dr. Schleiss out of the country. Agreed. I, I, I think it's Schluss. So that's where the two of you ought to go. And it makes sense to have two of the more experienced pilots with you. So then, Miss Coleman, why don't you and I go to Pensacola? You okay, Dr. Crispin? I don't have a lot of flying experience, but I'll be fine! And Miss Everly can accompany Agent Glover to Laredo. How long till we land, Miss Everly? Should have us on the ground in about 90 minutes, Agent Glover. Mr. Coleman, if you're willing, you can go with Mrs. Barnes to Memphis. Sounds good. What about Catherine Hepburn? You ever met her? We were at the same party once, but <laughs> I never got the chance to talk with her. Now, Jean Harlow, I can tell you some stories. Miss Stinson, you and your sister could go to Shreveport. We can do that. But I don't understand why Bessie Coleman isn't in the 99s. It's complicated. It's not that complicated. We should just invite her. Did you hear that? Sounded like something might not be strapped down back there. I'll go check. Which leaves Miss Elder and Miss Johnson to tackle Dallas. Dallas? I love that town. No, I've never been to Texas. Oh, sister, there's this little spot in Frogtown makes the best gin ricky I've ever had. That should be Perdido Key Beach over there. Yes, sir. Is there a dock where we can tie up? No, ma'am. We'll have to land on the beach. Take us in. Yes, sir. I saw you flying at an air show in Paris. You'll forgive me for not saying hello. No, I, I didn't A mean joke, Dr. Crispin. <laughs> it was a joke. Ah, right. What were you doing in Paris? Oh, I was studying at the Sorbonne for a semester. Impressive. Not really. They nearly kicked me out when they heard my attempts at speaking French. What was impressive was your flying. You did a bunch of... some maneuver in the air. You were spinning. A roll. Maybe. My roommate at the time was an amateur flyer, and he was amazed, so I figured it was notable. Well, tell your roommate, thank you for the compliment. Oh. He died. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. He used to steal my socks. Brace yourself, sir. 
You wait with the boat, seaman. Aye, aye, sir. Intelligence says there's a shack about a hundred yards off the beach. I see it. Doesn't look like there are any lights on. They could have heard us and turned the lights off. Well, let's take a closer look. Well, Miss Coleman, I don't think we should just start running up. Miss Coleman? Shit. Miss Coleman, I have to insist that you follow my direction. Still doesn't look like anyone's here. We need to... No! I... Okay, you stay here. I will go and take a look. Okay. Are you... Yes. Okay. Going now. Grab your coat and grab your hat. Leave your worries on the doorstep. Just direct your feet down the sunny side of the... Marjorie, hold on. What? I think there's someone following us. I don't hear anything. Of course not. You're singing at the top of your lungs. Catherine, you... Just here's what we do. We're going to pick up our pace. Then, when I give the signal, stop walking and say nothing. Oh, for Pete's sake. Marjorie, can you please, just this once, do what I ask? Fine. Now! Did you hear that? I did. I told you we were being followed. Which is why it's a good thing I brought my gun. Your what? Like Dad always says, better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. He was talking about screwdrivers, Marjorie. All right, buddy. I don't know who you are or what you want, but you're going to show yourself right now. Or I will shoot first and ask questions after you're bleeding out! Don't shoot. It's me, Lola Stewart. Lola, what on earth are you doing here? You nearly gave me a heart attack. I snuck aboard your plane. I didn't mean any harm or nothing. I just didn't want to get left out of the action. Action? There's no action here. We're just skulking about. It's skulking, not action. So I can come with you? Sure. Absolutely not. Dear Lord Lola, you're 17. I'm not putting you in any danger. Now go back and wait with the plane. Ah, uh, applesauce. No, Lola. Catherine's right. Chances are this is nothing. True. You remember what they said in New Orleans. They've probably got this doctor in Laredo or Pensacola, so you won't be missing anything. So I can? No. If there's any chance of danger, you need to be out of harm's way. Fooey. Go on now. Thank you for being sensible. Well, I remember how impetuous I was when I was 17. That was two years ago. I know. It's amazing how I've grown. There's the building. Lights are on. Looks like someone's there. What do we do? I guess we can very, very carefully take a peek through that window on the first floor. Okay, follow me. Do your best to stay out of the light. No, I figured I'd strap a spotlight to myself. Will you try to be quieter? Me? Marjorie Stinson, I swear to God. (laughs) 
So then Howard says to Ginger, he says, that was great, but next time, leave the tap shoes on. <laughs> oh my god, that's good. Hey, hey, hang on. Is that where we're heading? Check the address. 46 Keel Avenue. Yep, it would appear that's the place. Oh, we ought to keep our voices down then. Got it. You married, Billy? Not as far as I know. You? Not anymore. Wouldn't rule it out, but I ain't rushing in, if you get me. I get you. So, the first time wasn't great. Preacher. Type that used his sermons to pray the dresses off of his flock. I'm familiar. He was real, real fond of my family's money, so getting shut of him took some doing. Yeah? Begged that asshole for a divorce. Begged. He wouldn't budge. For years, he wouldn't even entertain the notion. So, what'd you do? Finally, I figured I had to make it untenable for him to continue to ignore me. So, one Sunday during services, every pew packed, I hopped up on my favorite mare, naked as Godiva. Oh, my. Yep, and I rode right into the church and up on the altar, and I said, give me what I've been asking for, and I'll ride off into the sunset. And that did it? That did it. He hated having to clean up the horse shit in the nave. I'm sure. But I didn't have to do it more than once. Saddle chafed. <laughs> okay, hold on. How do you think we do this? No lights on the first floor. We'll need to check out the second floor window. You want to break in? No, but I think maybe if I boost you up and you stand on my shoulders, you should be able to see through the bottom of that window. Okay, but, but why don't I boost you up? I mean, you're welcome to try, Fred, but I'm guessing I got about 20 pounds on you, so you can give yourself a hernia, or just make peace with the idea that a gal is strong enough to hold you. Fair enough. So, okay, no time like the present. Ready? Okay. One, two, three! You ladies comfortable? Utterly. Thank you. I must say, this town does not look like what I pictured. Which was? Well, I don't know. It's Texas. I suppose I envisioned cowboys riding horses on every corner. This could be any place. Amy, dear, I hope you're not too terribly disappointed. Get me one of those gin rickies you mentioned earlier, and all will be forgiven. Do you remember the last time we shared a cab? New York? That's right. The Ziegfeld Follies? Yep. Oh, dear Lord, now I remember. We had that chorus boy with us. Yes, and both of us were trying to get him back to our hotels. If I recall, you were a bit more blatant about it. Well, you remember what Dorothy Parker said? If you wear a short enough skirt, the party comes to you. You frightened that poor boy half to death. I think the problem was that he would rather have gone home with one of the other chorus boys. Oh, isn't that always the way? Here you are, ladies. 1403 North Washington. See? That wasn't such a trick. That'll be 67 cents. Here's 75. Keep the change. Thank you. Ought we have kept that cab? I think we'll be fine. That's the place? German Society of Dallas. I think that's it. 
Are we meant to just knock and ask if they're holding a scientist hostage? Normally, when I do things such as this, I start by peering through an open window. When on earth have you had occasion to do something like this? Husband number two was a terrible cheat. I couldn't afford a private detective, so I followed him myself. Caught him in flagrante delicto. <gasps> Whose flagrante was he delictoing? Secretary. Oh, what a horrid cliché. That's what I told him. Okay, the front window seemed to be fairly well curtained. Should we try that window around the side? Certainly. After you. Thank you. Schmidt's Imports. Is that it? According to our sources. Rather dreary for a scene of international intrigue. Well, they can't all be castles or it'd get boring. Let's go over and see if we can get a look inside. Agent Glover! What? Guard! Looks like a night watchman. I don't see any gun. Still. No, absolutely. I'll wait until he goes back in. What is it this place is meant to be importing? On the record, it's cigars and coffee. And off the record? There have been reports of possible rum shipments coming through here. But the Department of Justice has been cutting back on investigations since it looks more and more like prohibition's going to end. You know for sure they also move people in and out of the country? We do. There are a dozen German agents we are monitoring, and each of them was smuggled in through this place. Makes sense they can move people out of here, too. Looks like the watchman is heading back inside. Time to go, then. Window on the north side? Right. Keep low and follow me. to know how disappointed the viewer is with you, Doctor. You had the chance to make a giant contribution to the fatherland, and instead you have betrayed your people. Uh, what is it? Sorry to interrupt, Captain. The toilet in the restroom is stopped up. I was hoping one of the other agents might be able to fix it. Millie, you see that I am busy, yeah? I understand, Captain. But your contract with the temp agency does guarantee that I'll have some place to relieve myself. Millie, my agents are all elsewhere, and all I have here are my pilots. Can you call a plumber? Absolutely, Captain. I'll just need you to sign this form stating that you have approved an outside contractor. Thank you. Now, uh, Frau Doctor, where were we? <laughs> right, yeah. The betrayal of the fatherland, etc., etc. Where are your notes, Doctor? <laughs> oh, my God, why can nobody ever enunciate with a verdant gag in their mouth? I have no notes, Gutenflerber. My entire process, my formula, my next steps, my favorite strudel recipe, all of them are in my head. 
You get nothing unless I give it. Well, Frau Doctor, what we must do then is take you back to Deutschland, where we have a great many scientists of a different sort who specialize in making sure that people like you give us whatever we want. And then, afterwards, we'll present the Fuhrer mit your formula along mit your spleen. What is it, Millie? Is this about the verdant toilet? No, Captain. Although that is a very unpleasant situation. One of the pilots says he thinks there are people approaching. People? How many? Two. Hmm. Tell the pilots to get their guns and stand by. Yes, Captain. Hmm. I wonder who this could be. Myself. Will you try to be quieter? Me? Marjorie Stinson, I swear to God. Do the Stinson sisters know they're walking into a trap? Can the 99s rescue Dr. Schluss? Is that toilet going to overflow? Find out the answer to all of these questions on the thrilling conclusion of the 99s! The 99s was written and directed by Joe Walk. Sound design and editing by Keith Marsteller. Produced by Jose Amador, Megan J., Keith Marsteller, and Joe Walk. The DBP Radio Theater theme is by Evan Mosier. The song Keep Em Flying was written by Glenn Miller. Artwork for the 99s by Teresa Grasecchi. With performances by Rhonda J. Swikowski, Jose Amador, Michael J. Anderson, Sarah Bixler, Lisa Clark, Virginia Durda, Ashlyn Hodge, Kathleen Hogan, Duncan Joplin Walk, Shannon Kipp, Alisa Ledyard, Dasha McGee, Keith Marsteller, Salim Rachman, Lisa Sanfilippo, Christopher Seiler, Margaret Walk, and Joe Walk. The 99s is a production of DBP Radio Theater and No Ticket Productions. Achtung, American scum! The episode of DBP Radio Theater you are listening to is over. And now you will go to whatever platform you used to listen to it, and you will hit the like and subscribe buttons, and you will leave a review that is glowing. You will tell everyone in particular that the actor playing Commandant Gutenfluber was spectacular. His accent, spotless. His charisma, magnetizing. If you fail in this assignment, I believe you know what will happen to you. Ha 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 